Hello and welcome to Connecting You to You Radio, where we tune in to receive the messages of health and well-being that are being broadcast from the soul. I'm your host, Lisa Warner, author of The Simplicity of Self-Healing. I show you how to heal your body naturally by combining your body's innate intelligence with the wisdom of your own soul so that you can break through the mental programming of limiting beliefs that cause disease and make healing your body and changing your life simple. Hello and welcome, everyone. Welcome to another Lunch with Lisa. And today with Shannon, too. <laughs> we, I am Lisa Warner, and I am here with my very good friend, Shannon Valley. And together, we're going to be talking about the solstice coming up next week. This is a very, very sacred time of the year. Traditionally, this is the time of year when we are focused on the light. We are focused on the return of the light in the Northern Hemisphere as the days start to get longer. And we're focused on the days getting shorter in the Southern Hemisphere. But it's all about the light. And today we wanted to really come in and bring up some um, just some awarenesses around how this year's solstice may be different than other years. and. There are some great opportunities with this solstice if we are willing to notice them. So, Shannon, welcome. Hi. How's everybody? <laughs> I'm excited to have this conversation. Yeah. You know, we were just before we just before we came on, we were talking about every year at this time, the source creator sends light into the planet there's an alignment of the the universe that basically allows light to come into this planet and shannon was observing that there are many many um structures on this planet stonehenge woodhenge the pyramids all over the world that are designed specifically for receiving this light. Shannon, you want to talk a little more about that? Yeah, I, I just, it's always just almost chilling to me, like excited in an exciting way that there's such precision and such care. If you even look at like Chaco Canyon, how it's like perfectly the distance and the measurements and just the observations and the alertness and the awareness it took for people to um, connect with how the sun moves and how the light moves. And why did they want this? Why did they want to know the exact time? And that's more of what you brought in, Lisa, to me, like that was new to me about these um, downloads that we'll be receiving. So, um, but just to know that our ancient ancestors worldwide knew that this was an important time of the year um, beyond just settling in for the winter. You know, it was even deeper than that, this knowing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, what my awareness is that 
um, light is not just light. Light is actually encoded with information, just like water. Information is stored in both light and water. And even though we can't see it with our eyes, doesn't mean that it's not there. So every year we are sent light codes from source itself. And up until this period in time, many of those light codes have been distorted and corrupted and siphoned off from humanity where we haven't been able to receive the full on information because there has been interference in that receptor. Um, So just like when you're, I don't know how many people listen to just plain radio anymore these days, but I remember when I was a kid, you know, I'd go to bed at night, I'd listen to the radio. It was kind of fun to tune into stations. We don't, didn't get a lot of stations here in the mountains, but I could tune in to, you know, Montreal or Buffalo or different places around. But when there were storms around, you could barely receive them because there was electromagnetic interference. And this is the same thing that happens when messages or light codes are being sent. If there's interference, we don't get the full information. But this year, we had, well, it over the past 10 years from the 12-12, 12-12-12 was 10 years ago. And at that time, during the 12-12 um, portal, um, the doors to the third dimension were closed. And no, the, the children that are born now, they're born into the higher dimensions. They're born into fifth dimension. They can be taught third dimension, but they're born into the fifth dimension. And, um, you know, that third dimensional thinking, the polarity and duality really interferes (laughs) with the receiving of all of these codes and these informations. But this year, over the last 10 years, we have all been raising the collective consciousness and we have been clearing that polarity and duality we've been clearing the charges out of the electromagnetic field and at this point in time enough of those charges have been cleared that we will be able to start receiving the information in the light this year that is so key because it's not enough to know anymore because we know now we know and you know for in my family this is a time of year where it's, and I think just even looking worldwide at these structures, this was a time that we were um, not just in sync with the season, but it was spiritual self-care. This is the time that we get those messages so we could take it into the new year. And so now that we know that it's time to be that, it's time to just, you know, um, be aware and to receive at this time of year through how we nourish and care for ourselves, quieting down and really, you know, being in sync again with our natural state of being. Exactly. You know, and, and you being of you know, indigenous heritage, 
you have always retained that ability to communicate with the natural world. One of the things that I really admire about you is your ability to talk to plants, to receive information. One of your favorite things is, is gardening and, and medicinal gardening and growing medicinal herbs and culinary herbs. And you sit with your herbs and you listen to them and you receive information. So how, how does that work for you? Um, well, so for me, especially this year, it's really strong. And I, I, I want to share this with everybody because um, it's just how we cultivate a relationship and we can cultivate a relationship with all beings. There's not somebody more special than the other. We all have it because we are that we are that. And so um, this year I'm spending time with, I have my seed packets ready. I'm like, I'm excited for April, but to sit with each, the seeds, starting with the seeds and just talking to the seeds like you would any being, but then spending the time to listen. And for me, it comes in different ways. I get pictures, um, things tend to get big and small different ones call to me and then just learning to really sit quietly and winter is the time but this other world makes us feel like we have to rush all the time that we never have time and that's what I feel like the message is this year we it's not enough to know anymore if we want change if we want to integrate back into the natural world which is our way of being that was given to us from the beginning we have to start to quiet down during this season and receive all those blessings and all those gifts and then share it like then we can share it exactly you know this year I think it's really, really important. This is kind of a turning point in human history that I'm looking at is that we have the ability to create heaven on earth. We are creators by nature. It is who and what we are. And we are creating 24-7, whether we are aware of it or not. And up until this time in human history, for the majority of humanity, we have not been aware that we are creating. And because we're not aware that we are creating our lives, that we are generating everything that shows up in our life, we become victims of our own creations. Because it feels like, oh, it's just random, it's chaotic, all of, you know, this is the way it is, and I just have to deal with the way it is. Well, no, you don't. The way it is, is the way that it's been created by you. And this is not about pointing fingers. It's like, we each are creating our own reality. We are generating our own life circumstances. And this is incredibly empowering when we start to understand what the implications of that actually are. It means that on this spectacular, beautiful planet that we have, 
we have the ability to live in peace and harmony with all life on this planet. We're, we're used to only looking at the other people on this planet. And we think that the people are the only life on this planet. We don't get, you know, maybe we, we kind of pay attention to our pets, but, you know, all those cattle, all those pigs, all those, that's just, those are just foods, you know, and, and the trees, those are just commodities. And, you know, we're not used to looking at the trees as beings unto themselves or as the plants or the animals or the fish or the coral, all living things are beings and all beings have the right to exist in peace and harmony on this planet. Yes. And I, with that, I feel like they have, um, they have stayed committed to their purpose. You know, like you're saying, when we just stop to listen to a bird, the frequency in that, the light in that, the codes in that, that song, and they, they promised that they would sing for us and they would share this, this music. And um, even when you stop, when a flower stops you, you're like, wow, that is so beautiful. The exchange between you and that flower and the frequency shift like you can feel it and that that is their um connection but they remind us who we are we're the same and i mean we may look different but we're the same we are creators and this is the the time we you know, the summer we've harvested in the fall, we've harvested the information, we've taken in the information and the activity. And now we can sit quietly during the winter and um, start to create intention for, for the coming months. And even in the present, you know, creating those connections with our community, with other beings and, and watching it just grow when we come into the springtime because we're building it we're building that momentum i love that word because you use that word a lot you know it's yeah. quiet a quiet momentum it doesn't need so much action it just me- needs that light that focus it's very simple like we don't have to do so much exactly yeah in this world of consumerism you know, it's all about buy, 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 be bought, be sold, <laughs> you know, purchase, purchase, get out, go find the sales, you know, while it's, get it while it's hot. And our attention is so scattered and we don't realize that we are being consumed by all of this noise and chaos and confusion that the we're allowing our living life force energy to be depleted to be siphoned off to be consumed and it's time to consume ourselves in yeah. ourselves in what is actually possible yeah yep yeah. and the, you know i think as you're saying that too um for uh, for me and my family and culturally this is a time of storytelling and listening to stories and there's stories everywhere. Like you're saying, not just from 
man and woman, woman, man, but from all beings, their stories. And um, to be able to cultivate and preserve those stories and share them. Um, and what is my story? What, what do I want to bring forth? Yeah. What story do we want to tell? Right. And that's, this is the perfect time for this. Like you're saying, what is my story? What do I want to tell? Exactly. You know, because we didn't come here to follow the rules and be told what to do. Like we came here to live, to thrive, not just to survive life. Living and surviving life are not at all the same thing. They're not even remotely close to one another. You know, trying to survive life, you know, it, it, make, it turns life into a battle. And we're constantly battling something or someone. But when we start living, we start flowing our own living life force energy through us, out imprinting the world around us, generating lives that we love, lives that are fulfilling. This is what's actually possible. And I think this is why each and every one of us came here, you know, is to experience life. <laughs> Absolutely. And it's so, it's so very simple. And when we are connecting to our own very rhythms, which winter, which each season shows us, this is our rhythm. It's not that rhythm, their rhythm out there, nature's rhythm. It is our rhythm. And we notice, oh, I do feel good. I'm feeling good when I'm, I'm listening. I'm, I'm paying attention to who I am. And that is nature. And it's, you know, just even in the season of gifting, my neighbor, a quick example, she collected my mail while my family and I went for a quick, spontaneous getaway. And so I made her a simple bread using cranberry and oranges, but I dried oranges in the oven, slices, and made ornaments, uh, you know, ornaments. And I, I just wrapped her gift and parchment paper with an orange and rosemary. And she was so blown away by this orange and rosemary being attached to her gift and she's like wow and you know that you could ask a neighbor for an orange off the tree to do this you know or maybe you have your <laughs> own oranges you know and it was just such a, a simple gesture but heartfelt and didn't have to cost tons of money mm -hmm. you know and people really appreciate that like wow I didn't know we could do this or I've never had time. And I always wanted to do this. Yeah. Just something from nature, natural gifting. It's amazing. You know, and part of it is, you know, learning to live in harmony and in sync with nature at this time of year, nature is asking us to quiet down to go within, you know, when we go into the winter months in the Northern hemisphere, this is the time to go within. And we're, especially this time of year, 
we are prodded to get out, go, go do all the social things, go to all the parties, go to, you know, go get, get all the sales, get all your Christmas gifts, do, 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 do. But we really need to start tuning in and following our inner rhythms. Because when we follow the inner rhythms, we start to become harmonious with our, within ourselves and with the world around us. And the world around us harmonizes itself to us. We are generating the reality around us. Right. We think we need to respond to the reality around us. But in fact, the reality around us is responding to us. Right. Yes. <clears throat> I was going to say, too, you know, people like to gather. And in the winter, we do gather quietly. Like, it could be a big pot of soup or stew. It doesn't have to be this elaborate thing, you know? And, you know, I was talking to my mom and my stepfather and he's from the Northern peoples up there, the Cree and the Lakota people and the Ojibwe. And they do hand games. They play hand games during the winter and cards. And so there's that fun you talk about too a lot like how we could we can have fun we can we can go inward and be quiet and have fun with each other and 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 even as we quiet down create new traditions like today I sent a text out to my family saying hey let's exchange on Christmas Eve a book that we love with each other and we'll do like a book swap and I thought they were gonna go like but they're like oh that's fun like we could wrap it in paper or whatever, draw a number and see what book we get, you know, and, and actually read it during the winter time. So it's such a good time to start traditions that feel good in your body, you know, instead of being caught up in the commercialism of it, which exactly. is, you know, which is fine if that's for you. But if you're feeling exhausted and stressed out, then you're doing the opposite of, of what, what is more nourishing for you. Exactly. You know, when we go within, it doesn't mean that we have to withdraw. Right. It means about going within and connecting. Right. So whether it's getting quiet and connecting in this way with your family, with your loved ones, with your pets, with your plants, with your dreams. Yes. Connecting with your dreams is so vitally important because we have dreams for a reason. We're here to bring them to fruition. We wouldn't have our dreams if we weren't meant to live them. <laughs> so this time of year, it's really about going within and connecting to what's actually possible. Right. So this time of year, when, it, when we're talking about connecting, what if we could all learn to connect and communicate with all of the beings on this planet? What if we could connect to the tree in our front yard and receive wisdom from that tree? 
What if that tree has something to say? What if it has some wisdom to share? Because guaranteed it has wisdom to share. Most definitely. It's so funny you say this. I have a plum tree and I, this plum tree is like a dog. Like it is the most lovable and it calls your attention. This isn't the first time, but this is the time where it really got me. My bun, it got stuck in a branch as I was like going under it to get to my herbs. And literally I thought I was going to have to call someone like, okay, (laughs) you want me to spend time with you? I've just been rushing by. And um, I really got stuck ridiculously in this tree. And it wasn't the first time my hair, because I wear my hair up, has been stuck in this tree. But this time I was like, wait a minute, let go. And it was like, no, I need your attention, which sounds weird, but you could feel the life and the living and the personality, you know? Wow. Yeah. You know, I've noticed a lot of people recently are talking about their pets and how the pets are right now needing some extra love and attention. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm sure it's the exact same thing with all of our plants, the trees, the, the nature around us. It's time we are, we as humanity, I believe are being called to start paying attention to all of the living beings around us. Because without that, when we're just caught up in all the rush and the commercialism and the do the to-do lists, and we're on the phone or on our iPads, on the computers, paying attention to all the technology, all the hustle, bustle, noise, confusion, chaos, news, we're not connecting. We're not connecting the dots. Right. We're not listening to the all of the wisdom around us that is being shared every day, every moment of every day, all life around us is communicating to us. But if we're not listening, we miss 99% of the beauty, joy, magic, and abundance that this world has to offer. So this solstice, Shannon and I and uh, Nevea are going to be offering a solstice ceremony to start connecting within. We're going to gather ourselves together. We're going to call in all of the beings who live in and on and above this planet who are vested in peace on earth, who wish to live here harmoniously, creating their dreams, experiencing their dreams. And we're going to call in all of, all of these people, all of these beings, and we're going to create a ceremony to start opening the lines 
of interspecies communication, whether we are communicating with the angelic realm, the fairy realm, the fish kingdoms, the plant kingdoms, the animal kingdoms, other humans. If we can, and with source itself, the major thing that we need to be able to communicate with. And it all happens by going within. So we, what, what do you want to say about this ceremony coming up, Shannon? What I would like to say is when we gather together in that way, um, with it's nice when we do it on our, on our own, but when you gather together as a community to, um, to acknowledge each other and then and the, all the beings that you're talking about, and offering that gratitude and how um, how long they've waited for us again to do this. Right. And they're constantly um, adapting to our world. If I mean, not really adapting, but just like, okay, let me wait for you to remember. But when we come together, the power of that is not only healing for us, healing for all of our communities worldwide. And this is what our ancestors did when they went to these structures. We weren't just praying for ourselves. We were acknowledging the sun and the the natural world and each other. And that ripples out. And that, that um, starts to neutralize what you're like, what you're saying, this polarity that we're always feeling is all around us. And just the beauty in that um, to have that, light come together all as one um is is so powerful and so a part of who we are this is our tradition this is our tradition yeah we you know we are we are here at the time of the great awakening which means that we are beings of light and when we have our, our lines of communication with source and with all life fully open, it's like we've got our light turned on and we shine bright and we are brilliant, radiant beings of light. But our light has been systematically shut down as we've experienced trauma after trauma after rule after rule and you know, suddenly our light is now under that proverbial bushel <laughs> and we're kind of living in the dark, trying to protect ourselves. It's time to open up and let our light shine because when we're shining our light, the darkness goes away. <laughs> when you walk into a dark room and you turn the light on, it is no longer dark. So when we turn our light on, All of the darkness, the shadow, the fear, the doubt, the guilt, the shame, the blame, all of those darknesses start to be released. We start to shed light on those traumas of the past and those fears of the future. And we start to realize they're not ours. That's not why we're here. We're here to be the brilliant beings of light that we've been created to be yes and with that light the healing is spontaneous you know 
we we search so much outside ourselves and really it is the light of all beings that remind us who we are and in knowing who we are that the the true pure um blessing that we are that's where the healing is it's not necessarily that we have to in, ingest an herb we could just be with it and be healed because it's reminding us this is you i am you you are me mm -hmm. exactly when we start to open up our awareness and open up these lines of communication we start to realize that we are being supported 24-7 from the world around us, that we are never alone. It's never up to us to do anything by ourselves, that if we simply open up to ask, there are a bazillion ways that we can receive support from the world around us, whether it's from other humans or the earth herself or plants or animals there are so many ways that we can receive guidance absolutely so this solstice is going to be a very very special one and we would love it if you would care to join us for this celebration we're going to be doing it next wednesday the 21st on the solstice at 1 p.m eastern time um, I will put the link in the chat here. And um, if you're watching on YouTube, just check in the show notes and the link will be there. Um, the class, it'll, it'll be, you know, probably 90 minutes to two hours and we will have discussion. We'll have a class um, and then we will go into ceremony. Uh, the ceremony uh, later on, you'll receive um well, before the class, you'll receive a, a little PDF workbook to go along with the, the class that day. You will receive the recording of the class, and you will also receive um, the meditation, the, the ceremony itself. And that's going to be really, really powerful for you to download and listen to that meditation on its own. Because um, it's not just for the solstice, it's for, for every day. It's going to help you to open up your own lines of communication with the natural world around you and with source itself. So you can start seeing that you are source itself. You are far more powerful than you've ever been allowed to know. And we're going to help you to start opening those doors so that you can start to notice more of what's actually available and more of who you truly are so that you can start living in peace and harmony with your, within yourself and with all life on this planet. Absolutely. So we certainly hope that you will come and join us for this. It's going to be, it's a once in a lifetime opportunity because this solstice only comes around one time. <laughs> the solstice of 12, 21, 22. It's very powerful days, um, very powerful numerology, very powerful astrology, and a lot of um, enlightenment. 
will be available. Lots of light coming to this planet so that we can start shedding light on this planet and start creating heaven on earth so that we can all thrive on this planet. We'd love to have you participate with us. Shannon, do you have anything else you want to say? No, I think you said it all. And this is just a great way to to come together. Um, If you're looking for sharing traditions with your family, with your children, and, and, and continuing to maintain and hold this light, this, this is, this would be the time to come together. Exactly. So I have um, put the link in the chat on Facebook here. And uh, so check the check the chat. Um, we'll be advertising it a little bit on in the Soul Source Healing Facebook group. We'll put it on our own Facebook pages. And, um, you know, please, please come join us because the more the more the merrier and the more the more powerful yes. because we're two or more are gathered together miracles happen (laughs) and so it is so it is thank Thank you you. all so much for joining us today shannon thank you for joining me for lunch today thank you always a pleasure all right thank you all and we hope to see you on the solstice till till then (laughs) take yourselves a great week Thanks for listening to this episode of Connecting You to You Radio. If you've enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe and share it with your friends. Are you ready to discover more about how simple healing your body can actually be when you do it from the higher wisdom of your soul? To learn more about what I do and how you can work with me, visit ConnectingYouToYou.com. And get on my mailing list to be the first to know about my latest offerings. If you'd like to interact with me on Facebook, please join my group, Soul Sourced Healing. Check the show notes below for these links and more. I hope to see you again next time on Connecting You to You Radio.